Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 32. Glad you can make it again today. We are on Exodus 35 to 37, Psalm 26, and Philippians 4. And the theme running through these passages that I'd like to highlight today is what it means to rejoice in the Lord. And we'll see in each passage examples of how God's changing of people's hearts leads them to find their joy in him. So let's begin with Exodus 35. Moses assembled the whole community of the Israelites and said to them, These are the things that the Lord has commanded you to do. In six days work may be done, but on the seventh day there must be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of complete rest to the Lord. Anyone who does work on it will be put to death. You must not kindle a fire in any of your homes on the Sabbath day. Moses spoke to the whole assembly of the Israelites. This is the word that the Lord has commanded. Take an offering for the Lord. Let everyone who has a willing heart bring an offering to the Lord. Gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, fine leather, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, onyx stones, and other gems for mounting of the ephod and the breastpiece. Every skilled person among you is to come and make all that the Lord has commanded. The tabernacle with its tent, its coverings, its clasps, its frames, its crossbars, its posts, and its bases, the ark with its poles, the atonement lid, and the special curtain that conceals it the table with its poles and all its vessels and the bread of the presence, the lamp for the light and its accessories, its lamps and oil for the light and the altar of incense with its poles, the anointing oil and the fragrant incense, the hanging for the door at the entrance of the tabernacle, the altar for the burnt offering with its bronze grating that is on it, its poles and all its utensils, the large basin and its pedestal, the hanging of the courtyard, its posts and its bases and the curtain for the gateway to the courtyard Tent pegs for the tabernacle and tent pegs for the courtyard and their ropes, the woven garments for serving the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments for his sons to minister as priests. There's the list. (laughs) So the whole community of the Israelites went out from the presence of the Lord. Everyone whose heart stirred him to action and everyone whose spirit was willing came and brought the offering for the Lord for the work of the tent of meeting, for all its service and for the holy garments. They came men and women alike, all who had willing hearts. They brought brooches, earrings, rings, and ornaments, all kinds of gold jewelry, and everyone came who waved a wave offering of gold to the Lord. Everyone who had blue, purple, or scarlet yarn, fine linen, goat's hair, ramskins, dyed red, or fine leather brought them. Everyone making an offering of silver or bronze brought it as an offering to the Lord, and everyone who had acacia wood for any work of the service brought it. Every woman who was skilled spun her hands and brought what she had spun, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn or fine linen. And all the women whose hearts stirred them to action and who were skilled spun goat's hair. The leaders brought onyx stones and other gems to be mounted for the ephod and breastpiece and spices and olive oil for the light, for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense. 
The Israelites brought a freewill offering to the Lord. Every man and woman whose heart was willing to bring materials for all the work that the Lord through Moses had commanded them to do. Moses said to the Israelites, See, the Lord has chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, and son of Hur, the son of Hur and of the tribe of Judah. He has filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill and with understanding, with knowledge and all kinds of work, to design artistic designs, to work in gold and silver and in bronze, and in cutting stones for the setting, and in cutting wood to do the work of every artistic craft. And he has put in his heart to teach he and Oholiab, the son of Asimach, of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with skill to do all kinds of work as craftsmen, as designers, as embroiderers in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen, and as weavers. They are craftsmen in all the work and artistic designers. So Bezalel and Oholiab, and every skilled person in whom the Lord had put skill and ability to know how to do the work for the service of the sanctuary, according to all that the Lord had commanded, came to do the work. Moses summoned Bezalel and Oholiab and every skilled person in whom the Lord had put skill, everyone whose heart stirred him to volunteer to do the work. They received from Moses all the offerings the Israelites had brought to do the work for the service of the sanctuary, and they still continued to bring him a freewill offering each morning. So all the skilled people who were doing all the work on the sanctuary came from the work they were doing and told Moses, The people are bringing much more than is needed for the completion of the work which the Lord has commanded us to do. Moses instructed them to take his message throughout the camp, saying, Let no man or woman do any more work for the offering for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing any more. Now the materials were more than enough for them to do all the work. Just a brief note there. Notice their hearts were stirred over and over again in that passage, and it led them to be generous and to give generously so much that they had to be told, stop bringing it. We don't need any more. We have more than enough. What an amazing work of God in their hearts. Continuing on. All the skilled among those who were doing the work made the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twisted linen and blue and purple and scarlet yarn. They made the cherubim that were the work of an artistic designer. The length of one curtain was 42 feet, and the width of a curtain was 6 feet, the same size for each of the curtains. He joined five of the curtains to one another, and the other five curtains he joined to one another. He made loops of blue material along the edge of the end curtain in the first set. He did the same along the edge of the curtain in the second set. He made 50 loops on the first curtain, and he made 50 loops on the end that was on the second set, with the loops opposite one another. He made 50 gold clasps and joined the curtains together to one another with the clasps so that the tabernacle was a unit. He made curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the tabernacle. He made 11 curtains. The length of one curtain was 45 feet and the width of one curtain was 6 feet, one size for all 11 curtains. He joined five curtains by themselves and six curtains by themselves. He made 50 loops along the edge of the end curtain in the first set and 50 loops along the edge of the curtain that joined the second set. He made 50 bronze claps to join the tent together so that they might be a unit. He made a covering for the tent out of ramskins dyed red and over that a covering of fine leather. He made the frames for the tabernacle of acacia wood as uprights. The length of each frame was 15 feet. The width of each frame was two and a quarter feet with two projections per frame parallel to one another. He made all the frames of the tabernacle in this way. So he made frames for the tabernacle, frames for the south side, He made 40 silver bases under the 20 frames, two bases under the first frame, 
for its two projections, and likewise two bases under the next frame for its two projections, and for the second side of the tabernacle, the north side, he made 20 frames, and there 40 silver bases, two bases under the first frame, and two bases under the next frame. And for the back of the tabernacle, on the west, he made six frames. He made two frames for the corners of the tabernacle on the back. At the two corners, they were doubled at the lower end and finished together at the top in one ring. So he did for both. So there were eight frames and their silver bases, 16 bases, two bases under each frame. He made bars of acacia wood, five for the frames on one side of the tabernacle and five bars for the frames on the second side of the tabernacle and five bars for the frames of the tabernacle for the back side of the west. He made a middle bar to reach from one end to the center of the frames. He overlaid the frames with gold and made their rings of gold to provide places for the bars and he overlaid the bars with gold. He made the special curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine twisted linen. He made it with cherubim, the work of an artistic designer. He made, it four, he made four posts of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold, with gold hooks, and he cast them for, with four silver bases. He made a hanging for the entrance of the tent of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer, and its five posts and their hooks. He overlaid their tops and their bands with gold, but their five bases were bronze. Bezalel made the Ark of Acacia Wood. Its length was 45 inches, its width 27 inches, and its height 27 inches. He overlaid it with pure gold, inside and out, and he made a surrounding border of gold for it. He cast four gold rings for it that he put on its four feet, with two rings on one side and two rings on the other side. And he made poles of acacia wood, overlaid them with gold, and put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark in order to carry the ark. He made an atonement lid of pure gold, its length 45 inches, its width 27 inches. He made two cherubim of gold. He made them of hammered metal on the two ends of the atonement lid, one cherub on one end and one cherub on the other end. He made the cherubim from the atonement lid on its two ends. The cherubim were spreading their wings upward, overshadowing the atonement lid with their wings. The cherubim faced each other, looking toward the atonement lid. And just a little note, a cherubim was a type of angel, from what we understand. Bezalel made, continuing on, Bezalel made the table of acacia wood. Its length was 36 inches, its width 18 inches, and its height 27 inches. He overlaid it with pure gold, and he made a surrounding border of gold for it. He made a surrounding frame for it about three inches wide, and he made a surrounding border for its gold and its frame. He cast four gold rings for it and attached the rings at four corners where its four legs were. The rings were close to the frame to provide places for the poles to carry the table. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold to carry the table. He made the vessels which were on the table out of pure gold, its plates, its ladles, its pitchers, and its bowls, to be used in pouring out offerings. Bezalel made the lampstand of pure gold. He made the lampstand of hammered metal, its base and its shaft. Its cups, its buds, and its blossoms were of the same piece. Six branches were extending from its sides, three branches of the lampstand from one side of it, and three branches of the lampstand from the other side of it. Three cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms were on the first branch, and three cups like almond flowers with buds and blossoms were on the next branch, and the same for the six branches that were extending from the lampstand. On the lampstand, there were four cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms, with a bud under the first two branches from it, and a bud under the next two branches from it, and a bud under the third two branches from it, according to the six branches that extended from it. Their buds and their branches were of one piece. All of them was one hammered piece of pure gold. 
He made it seven lamps. He made it seven lamps, its trimmers and its trays of pure gold. He made the lampstand and all its accessories with 75 pounds of pure gold. Bezalel made the incense altar of acacia wood. Its length was 18 inches and its width 18 inches a square, and its height was 36 inches. Its horns were of one piece with it. He laid it, overlaid it with pure gold, its top, its four walls, and its horns, and he made a surrounding border of gold for it. He also made two gold rings for it under its border, on its two sides, on opposite sides, as places for poles to carry it. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. He made the sacred anointing oil and the pure fragrant incense the work of a perfumer. We continue with Psalm 26, a psalm of David, again showing how David's desire is to rejoice and praise God, even in the midst of trouble. Psalm 26. By David, vindicate me, O Lord, for I have integrity, and I trust in the Lord without wavering. Examine me, O Lord, and test me. Evaluate my inner thoughts and motives, for I am ever aware of your faithfulness, and your loyalty continually motivates me. I do not associate with deceitful men or consort with those who are dishonest. I hate the mob of evil men and do not associate with the wicked. I maintain a pure lifestyle so I can appear before your altar, O Lord, to give you thanks and to tell about all your amazing deeds. O Lord, I love the temple where you live, the place where your splendor is revealed. Do not sweep me away with sinners or execute me along with violent people who are always ready to do wrong or offer a bribe. But I have integrity. Rescue me and have mercy on me. I am safe, and among the worshipers, I will praise the Lord. And concluding today with the last chapter of the book of Philippians, chapter 4. So then, my brothers and sisters, dear friends whom I long to see, my joy and crown, stand in the Lord in this way, my dear friends. I appeal to Yodia and to Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I say also to you, true companion, help them. They have struggled together in the gospel ministry along with me and Clement and my other co-workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Let everyone see your gentleness. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. Instead, in every situation, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, tell your requests to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of respect, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if something is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. And what you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, do these things, and the God of peace will be with you. I have great joy in the Lord because now at last you have again expressed your concern for me. Now I know you were concerned before, but had no opportunity to do anything. I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content in any circumstance. I have experienced times of need and times of abundance. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of contentment, whether I go satisfied or hungry, have plenty or nothing. I am able to do all things through the one who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you did well to share with me in my trouble. And as you Philippians know, at the beginning of my gospel ministry, when I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in this matter of giving and receiving except you alone. For even in Thessalonica, 
on more than one occasion you sent something for my need. I do not say this because I am seeking a gift. Rather, I seek the credit that abounds to your account. For I have received everything, and I have plenty. I have all I need because I received from Epaphroditus what you sent, a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, very pleasing to God. And my God will supply your every need according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. May glory be given to God, our Father, forever and ever. Amen. Give greetings to all the saints in Christ Jesus. The brothers with me here send greetings. And all the saints greet you, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. That ends the book of Philippians and also is a wonderful passage reminding us that we rejoice in the Lord because of all that he has done, but also because of all of who he is. And we see that in seeing whatever is great, whatever is pure, whatever is commendable, whatever is excellent. Ultimately, that's him. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, HTTP, netbible.com, copyright 1996, 2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You were always there. You were always there. Whispering the truth.